right, so this is an interview I did with Blake Perry. Now, Blake uh, and me have uh, something in common. We both ended up on Oahu uh, due to being in the military. He was in the Air Force. I was in the Navy. I was a submariner. And uh, Blake uh, had a, you know, a fairly long amateur career, I would say. Um, most most people don't have a lot of amateur fights, but he had about 10 or 11. And uh, this was an interview we did right after he fought Makoa Cooper, who was a son of Ray Cooper and uh, brother of Ray Cooper III, who's fighting, who's a PFL champion, so, uh, I think twice. Uh, so Makoa was a fairly big uh, fight for him in Bellator on uh, Oahu at the time. And uh, Blake managed to beat him by anaconda choke. So this was an interview we did right after that fight where we talked about some of the things we had in common on Oahu, some of the things we remembered living there. And uh, kind of about his early MMA career where he's training in California and things like that. Um, now Blake has since gone on to fight one more time. He fought Araya Faber's uh, A1 combat show and he suffered a pretty bad broken nose that uh, pictures kind of went around on social media after that fight. Um, so, uh, I, he hasn't fought since then. Uh, he probably is waiting to, uh, you know, heal up completely. That fight was in, uh, July of 2022. So, uh, wouldn't be surprised to see him fight again, uh, you know, maybe early next year. Um, but this is a fun interview we did, uh, with Blake Perry. Check it out. Hey, what's up, man? All right. So, uh, I'm here with Blake Perry. It's coming off a win in Bellator over McCoa Cooper. You know, and I, I think this would be an interesting interview to do because we both kind of have some ties to Hawaii. So maybe talk to me about when you first got there. Do you remember what year it was? Um, yeah, man. I got out there in 2018. Yeah, I started living out there. Now, were you already training before you went out there or no? Um, so I grew up wrestling. Uh, wrestled pretty much my whole life in Ohio. And then uh, started, yeah, doing like, a lot of just training and stuff um, for MMA in like 2017. And then in, uh, yeah, in 2018, I started training like for fights in Hawaii. Now, where were you training at on Oahu? Uh, United MMA. Um, out with Coach Ken Lee and his whole family. And there's a real good team out there. Uh, yeah, it's United MMA and uh, YPO. Oh, you mean the, the Lee family? Yeah, yeah, yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, so what did you think, what was it like for you when you get to Hawaii? What did, what was your impressions when you first got there? Um, yeah, man, it was awesome. Uh, you know, I love, you know, the obvious stuff. It's, it's beautiful, and all the people are super welcoming and everything. And uh, the training out there was, was pretty next level, man. You know, everybody, uh, everybody out there is pretty, pretty solid. You know, if you go to gyms and from small ages, you know, everybody trains something out there. So it was definitely an awesome environment to learn in for sure. And what was it like training with the Lees? I mean, I don't think I know anybody who did. Um, yeah, man, it was, it was super awesome uh, because they're all great people um, just in general. But just from an MMA aspect, it was, was awesome too because who better to learn from than, you know, you're in a room with – three, four world champions, you know, so uh, the whole Lee family, you know, from Christian, Angela, Victoria, um, uh, Adrian now is coming up, and then Bruno uh, is married to Angela, who's like a world champion as well, um, a bunch of other real tough professional fighters, there was like Spencer Ega, Titus Strickland, Ricky Ng, 
So I was always just a sponge trying to learn all I could from all of them. Now, what made you settle on that gym? Were you living close by there? Um, yeah, I was probably like 25 minutes away or so, 20, 25. Um, there might have been gyms a little closer, but I just, you know, it was, it was a no-brainer for me uh, just seeing – you know, seeing who comes out of there, and I went there once and never, never stopped going. Now, <clears throat> when did you, when did you first decide that you wanted to start fighting on Oahu? Uh, pretty much as soon as I got there, man, because I had been training prior to getting out there, and uh, I, I knew, I knew I wanted to take a fight. Um, so I started, started training at United, and probably maybe six or eight months after training there, uh, Coach Ken ended up getting me, getting me my first fight in the end of 2018. What promotion was it in? Trinity is the name of it, yeah. Uh, Trinity Kings. They actually, I think they have a show coming up really soon. Yeah, Bob Ostovich's show. Yep, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, I've known Bob for, since the 90s. Oh, nice, but... yeah, that's, that's another tough family, yeah. So, I mean... <clears throat> I know you had fought, you had a few amateur fights. One of them was against Blake Cooper, so you come in here. Now you're fighting McCoe Cooper, but let's talk about how you got the fight because you had already left when you got the fight, right? You weren't living on Oahu anymore. No, no, yeah, I live in California now. But how did you politic to get the fight? Um, so that was majority of my coach, man. My coach, Sonny Ramos, uh, was just staying in, staying in Bellator's ear and uh, – yeah, man, that was that was a lot of him. He uh, just staying after it, staying after it, and kept putting my name out there. And uh, we were trying to get on the San Jose show here in California originally, and then things just didn't quite line up and work out. And then, you know, they announced that they were having a Hawaii show. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, my coach just kept calling, throwing my name in, and sure enough, they ended up uh, getting back to us and said, you know, they had an opponent lined up and everything if we wanted it. And, of course, we did. And, you know, the opponents wanted it as well. So it worked out perfect, man. It, it couldn't have been, you know, a better thing. It was like military appreciation night and the first MMA event in Hawaii in a few years. So it was definitely an awesome experience. And it could not have lined up better. Now, are you still in the military right now? I am, yeah. I'm in the Air Force in uh, Fairfield, California. Yeah, people don't leave the Air Force, so. <laughs> the joke yeah they, they yeah never, but uh so you're coming back to Hawaii. you're fighting mccoe cooper you know i i mean how you didn't live you only lived on Hawaii maybe four years or so is that what? Yeah, yeah. okay so <laughs> how did it feel to come back and fight one of those guys you know you're kind of even though you live there you know they're bringing you kind of in enemy, enemy territory so to speak because you're fighting the local guy cooper's you know, he comes from a well-known fighting family on Oahu. Sure. So what awesome. was that like? Yeah, man, it was just awesome to, you know, come back. And like I said, it's I'm not I'm not from uh, Hawaii at all or anything. But in terms of fighting, it felt like kind of coming back home, really, because majority of my fights were in Hawaii. Um, so in terms of the reception and atmosphere and everything, it was awesome. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm obviously familiar with their family and everything as well and i've trained with them before and they're super cool and have always been you know real cool with me and like i said we fought in the past and fought again so it uh it, it was all all good man it was an awesome opportunity for everyone involved 
And yeah, I'm super, super stoked that it happened and how it happened, you know, in Hawaii. And it was, it was, it was awesome, man. Now let's kind of talk about the fight. Kind of give me like your overall kind of remembrance of the fight or kind of what the experience was like. Um, yeah, man. So the fight itself, um, yeah, just kind of, you know, weather the storm. It was a rough start, you know, for me, uh, you know, didn't didn't start off great, but it's kind of about how you finish, you know. So we uh, just everything we drilled, man. It was uh, pretty much like verbatim what we drilled uh, in practice with me and my coach. You know, just hitting the same moves a million times during camp, and uh, so that it just becomes muscle memory come fight time. And that way, you know, in high stress situations, you don't have to think about it. You just fall into stuff and hop into stuff without having to you know overly think about it just muscle memory and uh it's kind of kind of exactly how it went down man so you kind of expected that mako was going to come out pretty aggressive sure yeah 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 the, they're yeah, very very aggressive fighters for sure and you know you hit your you hit the anaconda you know uh he seemed to be defending it pretty well maybe, maybe take us through the map is that one that you hit a lot or um yeah 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 i like i like the submissions like that you know I'm, I'm long and skinny so i like to hit uh the long skinny guy chokes you know uh just use use the attributes i have like long limbs and stuff so a lot of times the darces and anacondas triangles that type of thing are uh there there's something that are there a lot for me um and yeah no he, de he defended it super well for uh quite a while it's just i think it was you know later in the fight and it's it's easier to sink in stuff when you know people are tired and uh so i think that i'm sure played a factor too um but yeah man just kind of trust in the process and trust in what i work on every day and uh yeah man just have it synced in and don't don't let go you know now you said you had trained with them before where was that uh, i was at uh united we had trained just like a couple times maybe like once or twice um just we would cross train, you know, different teams on the island would get some work in together. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that they were coming there. I think they have mostly been kind of training with the father, but so they yeah, did, yeah, they they, they do houses. majority. I'm um, I'm sure this this was like literally probably like one day, two days, um, just for different looks, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, just 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 like a day or two, probably three four years ago now. Now I did have someone ask, when did you know that you had the move, had the choke? Um, I would say probably after the first and second defense, um, uh, once I was able to get back on top at the end, I knew that's, that's a pretty, from being in the choke myself before I know that's, that's a rough position to be in. Um, so once, once I was on top, um, I was able to transition back on top. I knew it was probably, it had to be getting pretty tight, you know, so. Now, you win the fight. Did, what did Bellator tell you as far as, you know, if you're going to have some more fights because you won that? Um, yeah, so I haven't heard anything yet, man. Uh, I would love to. I, I would absolutely love to fight for Bellator again. You know, if they come come through California later in the year, I would love to be on that show, man, for sure. Um, it was an awesome experience, and, you know, everyone was super, super cool to me in the promotion, and... Just a, it was an awesome night, man. Awesome week. So I, I would love nothing more than to keep that rolling with Bellator. 
but I'm, I'm open to whatever, you know, um, kind of whoever wants me. Cause you know, I'm not under any, no contracts or anything, you know, it was just a single fight thing. So I would, I would absolutely love to fight for them again. But in terms of, uh, hearing specifically what's next, I'm, I'm still kind of a, kind of an open book, man. Just waiting to hear. So that's interesting. You didn't get any feedback from them at all. Yeah. Yeah. Little bits. Uh, you know, I talked, uh, um some of the guys in the promotion and uh you know the the typical stuff like good job and they hit a quick little interview with me backstage um but yeah ha haven't heard yet in terms of a you know a solid this is what's happening next type thing okay so you're just kind of open to fighting in any promotion no i mean there's quite a few in california so yeah 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 i guess that's that's one nice thing you know is that it's everything's back up firing on all cylinders again in like the MMA world, you know? Uh, so yeah, man, I'm, I'm open to whatever. Like I said, I would love nothing more than to fight for Bellator again next. That, that's, I, I, would, I want that. I would love that, but you know, I'm open to whatever, you know, any other uh, opportunities that seem like they're a way to go. Um, yeah, man, we'll hop on. Now, when you left Oahu, where are you training at now as far as in California? What kind of gym are you training with? Um, so the Team Nobody is the name of the team that I train with uh, right here in Fairfield, California. Uh, Sassoon City is the like the address. It's a little part basically of Fairfield. Uh, the name of the gym is the Train for Life Center. Um, yeah, under uh, Anthony Ramos. Um, call him Sonny. Uh, yeah, man. It's, uh, got, got a super stacked team out there. Um, we got three fights coming up back to back to back, uh, from our gym, all people that absolutely, uh, to keep eyes on, um, got, uh, one of the top amateurs right now, Houston ski Beck is fighting in a couple weeks. And then the week after that, uh, Terrence Saturn is making his pro debut for, uh, a one combat on UFC fight pass. Um, he's like, he was a number one. 125 pounder amateur in all of California so he's absolutely one to keep keep your eyes on for sure he's coming up and then Cesar Gonzalez a uh, longtime pro is fighting for cage warriors again um, he just won for cage warriors and he'll be fighting for them again in San Diego uh, in June 10th so definitely it's a it's a smaller gym but a lot of a lot of big things coming out of it for sure man is Fairfield a place that has a lot of gyms around or what what's I mean, I know some of the bases are kind of some are out in yeah. the middle where, but uh. um, yeah, I think that that area of California, like I've only only been out here a year, but from what I've seen, it's a pretty popular MMA place. You know, there's a lot of smaller gyms, um, and then there's lots of you know pretty big name, world renowned ones like uh, Team Alpha Males right here in Sac, AKA's right in San Jose. Um, Kind of, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, you know, tough gyms, man. A lot of a lot of tough fighters. So it's kind of the spot to be, man, if if you're out here. It's it's definitely, it's pretty popping. So you're pretty close to Sacramento then? Yeah, yeah, right. But I actually live in Woodland, uh, probably 15 minutes from Sac, something like that, 15, 20 minutes. Now, what did you do when you came back to the, came back to the island, aside from getting ready for the fight? Um, I pretty much ate everything. That's for sure. Uh, had a lot, a lot of good food. I went out there with uh, my girlfriend and family. So, 
you know, leading up to the fight was pretty, pretty business, you know, it was got to enjoy little things here and there, but it was lots of, lots of busy stuff, you know, lots of like meetings and weight checks and training. And I mean, yeah, you, you know how it goes, uh, pretty, pretty regimented scheduled stuff before the fight. But then right after the fight, we were able to kind of, you know, relax and, and enjoy our last few days there. Uh, what, what did we do? We uh, went to a shooting range. It was pretty fun. Uh, hit up a couple a couple different beaches, just kind of relaxed. Um, like I said, ate a bunch of good food, went out to some spots. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was nice to see some old friends and everybody and get to go do some fun stuff with the family. Where'd you eat at? Oh, where did we go? We went to Tropics one night. Uh, went to Duke's Waikiki and hammered through their uh, their breakfast buffet. Yeah. Um, where else did we go? We went to – got to hit up Foodland, get some poke. Uh, where else did we eat? Um, one spot, real, some real fancy place uh, right there downtown on Waikiki on the beach. I can't. For some reason, I'm drawing a blank on the name of it. But, uh, yeah, I got some real fancy lobster, lobster pasta and kind of lived it up for a night. Yeah, that's cool that you could yeah. go back there and fight and do all that stuff. Yeah. Now, um, were you getting – which gym were you getting ready at? I mean, you probably still had to cut some weight or whatever. Where were you preparing? So, actually, man, because it was uh, – they had pretty strict COVID regulations still. So I would have loved to go back to United and train. And I had actually talked to um, a couple of guys from United and we had it all ready to go. And, you know, they were super welcoming, like, yeah, come through and train. But uh, actually Bellator had pretty strict COVID regulations. So we had to stay in the hotel all week. Um, even for training, they had like specific times for each corner or whatever to come in. But, yeah, there was just, like, ballrooms that were emptied with, like, mats set out and stuff to train in. So, pretty much just uh, we didn't leave the hotel grounds for a full week um, and did all of our training and everything there, just me and my coach um, and my teammate Terrence. Just, uh, yeah, I had to get all of our training in right there at the hotel at the Hilton uh, in Waikiki for the week because, like I said, we weren't allowed to leave the hotel grounds. So we had to uh, make do in the hotel. Is that because Hawaii? I think Hawaii is still kind of strictly regulating some things. Um, yeah, this seems it's pretty pretty strict. Um, I think the the island itself is pretty back open, like the mask mandate, everything's dropped. But I know the the Bellator specifically was pretty uh, on, on top of it, you know, in terms of what we could and couldn't do, kind of thing. So, like I said, I would love to go back to United and train and had plans to before I realized the um, how strict they were going to be with keeping us at the hotel kind of thing. So um, unfortunately I wasn't, wasn't able to go out there and train, but we, we got in plenty right there at the hotel. That's kind of interesting that, you know, they were doing that. If the island yeah. came back up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was kind of a bummer, but is what it is, man. Now, <clears throat> how many, and realistically, how many fights do you think you'd want to have this year if you could? So what is it now? May? I, I would love to get in there one or two more times, man, for the year. Because um, I was pretty pretty fortunate to make it out without any injuries, nothing like that. So I feel good now. And 
just moving forward with my coaches, man. I'd, I'd love to hop back in there whenever. Uh, yeah, but like I said, if they see any opportunities that are uh, good ones to hop on, for sure, move forward with that. Or, you know, whatever. Like I said, Bellator comes through San Jose because that's like the headquarters. I'd love to fight for them again when they come back. Um, but, yeah, man, just kind of waiting to hear, uh, see what's next. Now, let's talk a little bit about your wrestling background. I know you brought that up, but <clears throat> kind of how much, like, did you, when you're competing, did you win state or? Uh, no, man, I was, to be 100% real, I was never, like, that good, you know. I was always, a, I was a solid guy on the team, you know. But I was never, like, a super standout in high school and especially not in college, Um but, yeah, no, in high school, I was always, like, a, a district qualifier, which is, like, the middle one in Ohio. There's sectionals, district, and state. But I never even made state in high school, man. Never even uh, made it there at all. Um, and then wrestled at uh, Baldwin-Wallace University um, right there in Cleveland, uh, right outside in a, a town called Berea, but basically Cleveland. Um, yeah, man, wrestled there for four years. And... Uh, just a ton of fun, you know, and it helps a lot in my MMA game, not even like just, you know, obviously wrestling for MMA, but just more the mindset thing, man, because wrestling, no matter how good you are or whatever, that, that just makes you tough, man, just mentally, you know, because you get thrown into situations all the time, you know, where you want to just stop and quit and just remember back to those old times of, all the stuff we used to do, man. So that, that helps me a ton today, just from like a mindset aspect. Uh, yeah, man, I think about the Baldwin Wallace wrestling room all the time, man. So shout out to all those guys, JTM. Yeah. Ohio's a really tough wrestling state. So it's pretty deep all the time. Yeah, man. It's a, it's a meat grinder for sure. So, you know, as we're kind of winding down the interview, I was wanting to know like, uh, for people that are watching this or if there's anything interesting that you might have wanted to touch on or where they could follow you, those kind of things. Yeah, of course, man. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Um, so first off, I just want to thank all my sponsors and everything. There was, they were, they were awesome, man. Cause like I said, without all of them, the trip to Hawaii and all that wouldn't, wouldn't even have been a thought. It, it would have been too much, you know, but luckily I had, um, I think my coach ended up getting, I want to say upwards of almost 20 sponsors between 15, 20 sponsors, all that contributed greatly and uh, have been with me that, you know, since the start, you know, so that's, that, that means a lot, man, especially someone with a zero and zero record for them to, you know, help financially. That's really going out on a limb and it helped me a ton, man. So um, like truly helped me. Cause like I said, we never would have been able to travel and, you know, thanks to my sponsors, me and my coach and uh, teammate Terrence were all able to, you know, go do all, all what we needed. You know, I'd had all, all my nutrition, training, everything all set aside. Thanks to my sponsors. So big shout out to them first. And, you know, like I said, all my team, uh, like I, I already touched on Terrence, Houston, Caesar, my buddy Amini, uh, all the guys I grapple with, my buddy Nick, I see him down there. Uh, yeah, man. So just shout out to all them. Thanks to my teammates and everything. All my old teammates at uh, Baldwin Wallace. I don't know if any of them are watching, but a big shout out to them, man. Uh, and uh, yeah, if they want to follow me, you know, obviously if you're watching this uh, on Instagram, they already follow me, but 
It's uh, Blake MMA 170. And as far as social media, it's it pretty much all I got is uh, Instagram. But yeah, just, just quick thank you to everybody that helped me a lot along the way. And I'm pumped to move forward, man. You know, it's it's nice to get that win, but get you know, short memory. It's just another win, and I'm I'm looking forward to what's next more than you know more than the past. So I can't wait, man. Just keep focusing on what I need to work on, tighten up the holes because there's you know I got the win, but there's a ton of areas that are pretty pretty obvious that I need to work on, and I can't wait to tighten those up so those aren't an issue anymore and keep knocking out some wins and make a name for myself, bro. Now, let's, before I let God do one, I said, like, from your time on Oahu, what are some of your, like, favorite local spots, whether it's to hang out or eat? Or... All right, great question. So, <laughs> got to go eggs and things. We hit up there for breakfast uh, one morning. I forgot to bring that up. Yeah, I love that spot, man. Uh, all the killer pancakes, waffles, omelets, all that stuff. Um, anything poke, dude, I love – Foodlands always. I know it's basic, but I, I love their poke, man. So, uh, local spots I like. Um, yeah, anything. They're mostly food places. I love. <laughs> I love food places. Uh, you know, Waimea Bay is beautiful. Um, trying to think of other spots, and then from a military standpoint, you know, if you're visiting, definitely check out the the Pearl Harbor museums. Pretty pretty cool. Um, but yeah, man, it's just. I would say if someone's visiting, go check out a, a ton of spots and go hit up gyms, man. The it's got the best gyms, best gyms in the world. Um, all kinds of all kinds of shows, um, big shows coming through. A bunch of MMA shows opening up. Um, there's also also they do the smoker shows. I see Piper joined. Um, he's putting on uh, Rising Kings promotions. Been killing it. Um, so yeah, man, there's just a million things to do if you go out there and definitely, uh, yeah, get in all you can. And yeah, I'd say, so I said, those are my, my recommendations just for my few years there of local spots. I would say lots of good food places, lots of uh, cool outdoor stuff, and then check out up and coming fighters for sure. I always got like the sandwiches from Foodland, like at the deli. Hey, those are good too, bro. Yeah, dude, those are killer, man. The deli, but I—I th I uh, mean, I think it's good. But I used to go to Original Pancake House a lot, which is on hey, top. Of there you go. I used yeah, to, they knew what I wanted by the time I got it. <laughs> the regular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, they knew what I wanted whenever I came in there. Now, <laughs> I want to thank you for taking the time to do this, and I appreciate you taking the time. I couldn't do these interviews without people. That well, hey, man, it's it's very mutual, you know, because. Without a platform, you know, a lot of people wouldn't even know that we were fighting without guys like you. So thank you for the time and all you guys do, man, because it's the fighters get a lot of spotlight. You know, we, we always people are telling us good job and all this stuff, but you guys don't get credit like you should. So, you know, all the research you guys do and the platform you give us makes it way one way more fun for us, but two from a marketing standpoint you know it's guys like you that you know give me this time of day that you know a bunch of people will watch and otherwise wouldn't have even known so thank you man for real now if you, if you get bigger and bigger like in bellator or whatever is it going to be hard to balance air force and fighting or yeah i don't know man that's that's a good question we're, we're gonna see because i'm coming up i'm in my last year of my contracts uh 
so yeah we'll, i got some a little bit of soul searching to do see what's up but definitely the goal is to i, I want to fight full-time man because it's military is cool and it's been awesome to me but my passion is fighting you know um 100 so definitely that'll dictate what what i do but um yeah like i said no no complaints i love everything the military has given me and honestly it's given me the opportunity to travel and further my fighting career a lot but um yeah combat sports has been my thing since i was a little kid man so definitely that's where my heart is and you know you're only young once you know i don't, I don't want to look back when i'm too old to fight and be like man i wish i would have committed more or whatever um I'm, I'm all in fighting and you know I, that's that's my life so that that's what i want to do full-time for sure do they press you to stay in though oh yeah of course man getting getting towards the end of the contract and you know they're like well what about the benefits and re-enlistment bonus don't forget about that you know um but which you know it's, it's all very true so like I said, I got got a little soul searching to do myself, but um, definitely, like I said, it's I, I want fighting to be what I do. So we'll, we'll see, man. The retirement is the one thing I would say. Like, <laughs> I got out, exactly. got out about almost ten years, okay. but I know guys that are like younger than me that are getting money for the rest of their lives, and I'm just like, yeah, it's it's true, man. You right, right? <laughs> like, holy shit! You know, like I didn't right. even, think, you know. When I yeah. was like, got out, although I I don't think I would have wanted to stay. I was on submarine. I don't know if I would have wanted to continue. But exactly. I know some guys. They just sit around. Like I have friends here. Man, they aren't working. I'm still working my ass off. Still, you know. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. You know? Definitely. That's fun. But that's the only thing that I would. Maybe if I look back, I might have done it. You know, stayed. But uh -huh. the rest, I was kind of like over at that point. Yeah, you know, you got you to listen to what you do at the time, man, you know, because at the end of the day, it's still several years of your life, you know, so if you weren't feeling it, I think you made the right choice. Yeah, I think so. that's the only thing that I look back on, like, damn, this guy over here, he just does whatever he wants all the time. And I, <laughs> right. Yeah, so that's the only thing. But yeah, I appreciate you taking the time and uh, I'll be looking out for your next fight, man. I'd love to have you come back. We can. I appreciate it. I, love, I would love to come back. All right, man. Well, it's great meeting you and great talking with you. And right. You too, Todd. Yeah, we'll talk story again sometime. <laughs> All right, you got it, bro. All, All right. right. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. All right, so if you want to follow Blake Perry on Instagram, it's Blake, B-L-A-K-E-M-M-A-170. And uh, you can also follow me at the underscore Todd underscore Atkins underscore show at Instagram. And uh, please subscribe to my YouTube, which is a Todd Atkins show. And uh, as I said in the past, I'm going to be putting a lot more episodes up here. I have easily over 100 episodes or more I can put up here and uh, new ones I've been doing so uh, as well. So as always, I appreciate the support and uh, take care.